0: Jones, the host of the State of the Saints podcast, and I want to let you know that the State of the Saints podcast is brought to you by Manscaped. Over two million men worldwide have joined the movement for all their below the waist needs. Engineers for the last 18 months have perfected the greatest hair trimmer ever created the Lawnmower 3.0, the third generation trimmer. Features a cutting-edge ceramic blade to reduce grooming accidents, thanks to their advanced skin-safe technology, pioneered by Manscaped. You can choose the Lawnboard 3.0 as well as other items by going to Manscaped.com, and you can also save 20% by using the promo code State of Saints. That's Manscaped.com. Use the promo code STATE OF SAINTS and save 20% on the Lawnmower 3.0 as well as other Manscaped items. That's manscaped.com.
1: hey what's going on who that nation it is yours truly tj jones the host of the state of the saints podcast hope everybody's having a great day hope you're enjoying your day man hope you're enjoying your wednesday want to give a special shout out to everybody that's listening around the country around the world thank you so much this is the show that we talk new orleans saints and boy oh boy oh boy oh boy do we have a lot to talk about here on the State of the Saints podcast? There were a lot of moves through that nation that the New Orleans Saints have made since the last time we spoke. Uh, one in particular uh, is one that shocked a lot of people, uh, especially uh, since the New Orleans Saints are. <laughs> I got to be another person to say it. In Cap hell. Uh, the New Orleans Saints, as of this move, was about. 42 or 43 million dollars over the cap but then they decided to throw up two middle fingers to everybody (laughs) and put a franchise tag on safety marcus williams who that nation this tells me two things number one it's time to say bye-bye to trey hendrickson Uh, trey hendrickson will be a free agent there's no doubt about it he will sign with another team because i cannot see Any way that the New Orleans Saints bring back that they bring back Trey Hendrickson. And number two, a lot of you were wrong, including myself, uh, that Marcus Williams uh is a top priority for the New Orleans Saints. And you know, Marcus Williams is one of those players where you know you get mixed emotions when you hear people talk about him. On one hand, you have people out there that respect that he is a ball hawk and he has some great safety skills. Uh, people acknowledge the fact that he's always ranked in the top three or top five among uh, you know, his peers. Uh, they also uh, respect the fact that he gets better each and every year. But then you have those other people who can't seem to get 2017 out of their minds. Every time Marcus Williams name come up, you know, they think about the Minneapolis miracle. Stefan Diggs running into the end zone with 10 seconds left on the clock. And no matter what he does, I mean, you just can't get past that. Uh, You know, it seems like it's like the the whole coming to America movie, right? You know, (laughs) no matter what they have done with this second movie is not going to trump the first movie. So we're going to judge. We're going to judge the movie based on the first movie. But it's not fair to Marcus Williams because Marcus Williams, you can say a lot of things about him. But one thing that you cannot say. Is that he hasn't gotten better every single year? Trey Hendrickson love what he did last year, but that's one year of production. Marcus Williams has been a first-year starter and has backed it up ever since. Uh, you know, we we have a tendency of to forget some of the dark days, especially when brighter days are right in front of our faces. But once upon a time, the Saints had an issue when it came to the safety position. Y'all remember when they signed Jerry's Bird? Y'all remember when they signed him to that huge deal, him coming from the Buffalo Bills, he was supposed to be the next Earl Thomas. He's supposed to play the middle of the field and be this ball hawk. I think when he got signed by the New Orleans Saints, he was coming off a nine interception season. Y'all remember that? But do y'all also remember that Jerry's Bird couldn't get hurt? I mean, he couldn't stay healthy, excuse me. He couldn't stay healthy. And we had to go out here and, and get all the type of safeties from free agency and you know, you've got guys like Pierre Warren, who was a little bit of a ball hawk himself, but that's about all he can do is catch the ball. And you had all these guys that were coming in. And that was a man that was a drop off in safety play before 2017 when Marcus Williams came through the door. I like Marcus Williams. I respect Marcus Williams. I think that Marcus Williams can be a really good safety. And I think the Saints didn't want history to repeat itself. A couple years ago, Sean Payton, after a a blowout against the Philadelphia Eagles, um, there was a play in which uh, Drew Brees threw the pass to Alvin Kamara. He threw that pass on a Philadelphia Eagles safety named Malcolm Jenkins. And, of course, Malcolm Jenkins wasn't happy about that because the game pretty much got out of hand. And he looked at the sidelines, gave uh, Sean Payton a finger. And then uh, Sean Payton went ended up going to the press conference and said, that the worst decision that he ever made was allowing Malcolm Jenkins to leave the New Orleans Saints organization. He said that was one of his worst decisions as a coach. I think that Sean Payton was looking at Marcus Williams in the same light. I think he looked at Marcus Williams and he's seen his skill set and he's seen that he was getting better and he didn't want history to repeat itself. And I'm happy that he didn't. I'm happy that the New Orleans Saints look at Marcus Williams as a top priority because he should be. And anybody in the New Orleans Saints uh, fan, you know, fan base and anybody within organization that that thinks otherwise is high. I mean, it's it's just as simple as that, Uh, you know, need to put the weed down or whatever you are smoking, whatever you're drinking. You need to put it down because the fact of the matter is Marcus Williams is important to the New Orleans Saints. This guy's gotten better. He's become a better tackler. He's put on weight and he became a little bit of an enforcer towards the end of the season. And I was one of those people. And I'm not going to just sit up here and just point to everybody and say, oh, you said this, you said that. No, I I said it here on the State of the Saints podcast on several occasions that the Saints aren't going to sign Marcus Williams back. I said that you go back and and look at some of the podcasts I've done. I've said this. This came out of my mouth because I didn't think that Marcus Williams was going to be a New Orleans Saint. had a lot to do with the fact that I respected him to a point where I felt like the Saints weren't going to be able to afford him. But I did feel like, on the other hand, you know, maybe the Saints, you know, were looking in another direction. But I I have a lot of respect for Marcus Williams. I like him. He's a he's a stand up guy. You know what I'm saying? He seems like a fun guy. He seems like a guy that believes in himself. And that's what you need going forward. Because if you notice, there is a change of the guard going on here with the New Orleans Saints. If Drew Brees, Thomas Morristead retires, then you have a lot of guys that don't remember that Super Bowl run, for the exception of Malcolm Jenkins on his second stint. You know, I'm looking at this like Malcolm Jenkins is still relatively new because this isn't the same coaching staff that was here when he was here before. So you got a whole bunch of guys out there, you know what I'm saying, for the most part, that don't remember the success the Saints had leading to that Super Bowl. Morristown isn't isn't here anymore. And if Drew Brees retired, then that's that's the end of that chapter. You have a new changing of the guards. You have the, the, the up and coming guys that are going to emerge as the leaders of this team. And, and, you know, even people like Cal Jordan, as they fade out, uh, you know, people, you know, like Malcolm Jenkins, who, who we don't know how long he's going to play. I mean, he, he seems like he's setting up life outside of football, you know, doing CNN, uh, you know, being a correspondent for them, and all these other things. So you have these young guys. You have the Ramchecks. You have the Lattimore's. uh, You have the Williams, the guys that are going to lead this team to the next, you know, to the next, uh, I guess, like step to where they need to be. So I like the move by the New Orleans Saints. Think that it was the best move possible. And I can appreciate that these guys uh, made this decision. I I really do, man. So not mad at it at all. But you still have a lot of people out there. You got the shock jocks in the media. You know, they still want to put the Saints out there. And then cap hell, then cap hell. What are they going to do? Ah! I'm not concerned about that at all, man. We've seen this before. You know, I put on social media last night. Uh, And if you don't follow me on social media, you can follow me at State of Saints. I said this before. I, I said this today. You know, I said this. I said that anybody that grew up in a house, <laughs> you know, and they seen their mom or their dad take $5 and turn it into a whole meal. Uh, they're not concerned about the new Orleans saints cap, uh, cap struggle. I'm going to say that again. If you grew up in a house and your mom took about $5 and your dad took $5 and he, t- and he turned that into a meal, you're not concerned about the new Orleans saints cap issues because you already know that they can get it done. You already know they can get it done. So that's the thing, you know. So happy about it. Think that they're going to get some, uh, you know, things uh, situated. And I got a lot of – I have a lot of uh, confidence in that. So, you know, uh, let's see. Let's go ahead to the comments. Thank you all so much uh, for checking out the State of the Saints podcast brought to you by Manscaped. go ahead and get started man you know there's a lot of people out here that think that uh you know I don't know about some of the things that are going on I understand I got my phone right here I know that the New Orleans Saints have released uh Quine Alexander and they also released uh Emmanuel Sanders so I already know about that uh you know but you know I, I appreciate you all for you know letting me know about it we keep in trade we about to start trading people around watch well we'll see uh, just got cut. They just cut Sanders. Okay, so they just cut Emmanuel Sanders. A little bit of a shocker. Oh hell to the no, no, no! He shouldn't be coming back. Davenport leaving. <laughs> Hi, I still know he's important. <laughs> little wake and bake this morning from Sarah. Uh, get Boston Scott back. I don't think the Eagles gonna want to get rid of him. They're crazy if they do. Wow. They just released Quine Alexander. That's not a surprise to me. You know, if you can save $13 million, of course, and I think by cutting Man Sanders, I think you may have saved about $4 million. So cutting Sanders and Quine free up, exactly. They uh, free up $19.6 million. So that was a good move. Uh, let Drew come back for one more year. Uh, we cutting good players. Uh, look, check this out, man.
0: Hell no. To the long,
1: long, long. Yeah, to the long. Nah, man, I'm over there. I'm over there. I'm, I'm good with Drew Brees, man. Drew Brees need to go ahead and retire. People just need to realize that life goes on. You know, I, I look, I, I'm, I'm, I'm going to sound real crazy saying this, and I don't care who agrees with me or not. I'm prepared to have some bad times. You know, I, I'm prepared to have some bad times. Does that mean Drew Brees retired? I, I'm, I'm just being real. Like I want to see this team. I want to see this team make the transition. And I feel like in a lot of ways, Drew Brees uh, with the lack of what he's been missing over the past few years has been holding this team back in order for this team to step forward. Maybe they need to go through some growing pains and I'm willing to accept that. Marcus Williams is getting better. And with Malcolm Jenkins help. Yeah. I think that helps him out a lot. I think that instills confidence in him. Uh, you know it, it was at the beginning of the season when the Saints re-signed Malcolm Jenkins that was my that was my hope for Marcus Williams and it seemed like it's working out Saints making moves yeah uh this too much I see we have uh we should have kept Sanders I think that's a bad move uh depends on who they replace him with and and depends on who they feel like can take his place marcus williams has improved a lot in tackling yeah that's true a lot of lessons to learn who that nation don't get uptight giving a shout out to Idris, the weed thank you very much for two dollars says put me down and listen you armchair analyst (laughs) Uh, mike says quine will be signed back after he get healed well hopefully he does Emmanuel and Quine been released. That wasn't a surprise. That is not a surprise at all. Uh, Who that all y'all? Shout out to you, Anthony. John Doe says Jenkins and Pete restructuring deals to free up space. Yeah, they they, uh, freed up some space, man. If I'm mistaken with that, about 14.2 or something like that. I think they freed up some space, uh, you know, for the team, which, you know, I can appreciate, you know, guys are making these, uh, you know, taking one for the team, so to speak so I can respect that you know I like that you know I like these guys are doing whatever they have to do in order to make this team run I ain't got no problem with that at all uh you hope you're having a good day today uh, TJ yeah I am having a good day man I'm having a having a really good day man it's a beautiful day out in Myrtle Beach South Carolina man not too hot not too cold and you know just enjoying it man and I'm Join it even more because I get an opportunity to spend it with you all, man, talk about New Orleans Saints. So thank you so much. Uh, Bus. Bucsdawgain in the house uh, says, TJ, not seeing the news today. Definitely seeing the news. Definitely aware about what's going on. Uh, You know, just because, you know, Marcus Williams has been a topic of conversation, I'm very much aware about what's going on with the news. Um, Sometimes, you know, news may come out and I may want to just reserve it and hold on to it until you know i figure things out and get my thoughts across you know sometimes you know i i don't want (laughs) to i I don't want to just be a hot take host here you know i I don't want to just be that you know even though a lot of these questions they be rapid fire uh if if i see something i feel like that's worth the topic of conversation may need to talk about it a little bit longer and sometimes i don't mention it because i probably want to make a show topic out of it and talk about it uh you know and you know for quite some time so i but i am aware about what's going on brandon says not really surprised by it me neither me neither not at all not at all let's let's throw it down a tad bit dusty uh says do you think winston is a good choice uh yes um i really think that he's a good choice you know what what scares me is the who that nation feels like you know, that's the only choice. It's not, you know, he's not the only choice that the saints can go to. And I just think that, you know, it's almost like, you know, saints fans are desperate, you know, they're they're desperate to try to find somebody, you know, and and I don't think that Jameis Winston is just somebody you just have to be desperate for. I, I really feel that Jameis Winston can help the new Orleans saints. I really feel like Jameis Winston can be the Saints' quarterback for the foreseeable future if he he settles down and he becomes a student of the game. Now he can get in his own way by trying to make too many plays and trying to take everything upon his shoulders. And I understand that you're a quarterback and you play the most important position. It, it, it's you know you take it upon yourself to lead the team. I get it. I understand it. That's cool. But sometimes you have to trust the guys that are around you. This is a different situation for Jameis Winston. Jameis Winston doesn't have to be the is-all in the be-all of the New Orleans Saints because you have other players around you that can make plays. And when you have other guys around you that can make plays, it makes your job much easier because you don't have to go into each and every Sunday, game in, game out, to be the guy to carry the team. OK, all you have to do is do your job. And if your job requires you to go the extra mile, be at that level where you can step up. If the Saints are down by a couple touchdowns late in the full quarter. Go out there and handle your business. But if it's a game where it doesn't, you know, it just so happens you don't have to do that, then don't do it. And if he does that, he, he falls into that category, he falls into that realm, he, he should be just fine. But Jameis Winston isn't the Saints' only choice. They can they can easily go in and find someone else or they can draft somebody. So is he a good choice? I like to think so. They should trade Taysom Hill. They are paying him too much to be a gadget guy. Well, Brandon, I mean, you can make an argument there uh, about him making too much money. And I can also make an argument to say that he's not making enough money. I'm going to say that again. You can make an argument to say that, you know, he's making that money, too much money, or you can make an argument to say that he's not making enough money. This guy plays tight end. Guy plays special team. Guy played quarterback. Guy played running back. Guy played fullback. Guy played tight end. So you're playing about all these multiple positions. You know, so... Come on, man. Like you can say that you can get that type of production. Yeah, that's true. But can you get that production out of, you know, one person like that? Or would you have to go out there and get four different people? So think about this. Right. He plays tight end. Um, What's the average salary of a tight end? You know, (laughs) you know, if you go get a decent one, maybe four or five million dollars, maybe. Right. You go out there, you get yourself a full bag. What's the average salary? Maybe one, two million dollars. You see what I'm doing here, right? You see what I'm doing here. You add all that up, sixteen million dollars may not be enough. So if you can get that all in one guy, you're actually saving money, right? It's almost like, you know, it's almost like if you, you know, buy a roll of paper towels or whatever like that, but you get a deal if you buy buy by the bundle. You end up saving more money in the long run. So you can look at it like he's making too much money or you can look at it like they're actually saving money by him being able to do all the things that he can do. I like to think the latter. State of Black and Gold podcast says we got to talk shop today at some point, uh, TJ. Yeah, you know, yeah, yeah that, that sounds good to me, man. Definitely, definitely do. Emmanuel Sanders just got cut. Thank y'all. Uh Juju uh, would be an interesting pick for them. Juju smith used to probably be too much money. If we talking about Juju smith used. Free agents. Don't know exactly what that means. I guess maybe you're having a conversation with somebody. Facts, I like Winston too, as long as he's focused. Can they restructure Alvin Kamara's deal? Yes, they can. They can do that if, if they need to. Russell Wilson is coming to New Orleans. They're going to make a good trade for him. Watch. Well, TJ, we'll be on the lookout for that. But if they, if they don't, then still. Kimo giving a shout out to Idris. Wow, three weeks ago, $100 million over the cap. Uh, now we're near $31 million. Yep. But that's how it goes sometime. And now they're a race against the clock because the start of the new season, I think, is Tuesday, which is the 16th. So I mean, gotta hurry up. He plays seven positions. Exactly. You know, I, I only named a few. So you're actually saving money. Dimpantez Amir was good business. He a great, he's a great player, a great team player. Yeah, he is. He definitely a good team player, you know, and the guys love him. All I'm saying is you're you saving a lot of money with him. You're saving a lot of money, a lot, a lot of money with this guy. I'm going to scroll down a little bit. I mean, things are coming in pretty fast here, so I do apologize uh, if I miss some of your, your comments. Uh, Tyrese, let's get Juju Smith, a free agent. He can be our number two next to Mike T. Like I said, Juju Smith-Schuster might end up uh, costing quite a bit of money, man. Even though he didn't play like it, he's still considered a number one receiver. So he's probably going to end up getting that type of money. You know, um, one person, you know, I'm happy about, you know, I'm happy for, I should say, is, uh, is Kenny Galladay. You know, I'm I'm glad Kenny Galladay is leaving the Detroit Lions. You know, the Saints can, won't be able to afford him. Um, but I hope this guy goes to a better situation because Kenny Galladay is 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 the modern day Marcus Costin to me, you know, a guy that that can put up some really good numbers, that is really talented, but nobody really talks about. Him. Uh, but as far as Juju Smith Schuster is concerned, uh I still think that he's probably gonna get paid like a one because he's considered one, you know, so I don't think the Saints are going to be able to afford him. And then another thing, folks, if we're talking about cap issues, can we stop focusing on free agency and talking about wide receivers and stuff like that? You know, I get Emmanuel Sanders got cut, but here's the thing. I like Emmanuel Sanders a lot. I think he's a really good route runner. Yes, he can take the top off the defense, but there are some guys out there that you can get for a much cheaper price that can get you that type of production hell, you got a guy in your locker room right now that can give you that type of production. His name is Marquez Calloway. So I'm not a big fan of going out here in free agency and just getting a bunch of guys. I, I just, I never understood that concept. And I understand that the Tampa Bay Buccaneers did it and they won a Super Bowl, but that's just so doggone rare. Like that is so freaking rare till it's not even funny. I, I just, look, if you can go out here and you can draft well, you can get guys for a cheaper price. You get the right coaching staff. You coach these guys up, and it can give you production. Then you're fine. I mean, I think we're forgetting about what happened in 2017. We're forgetting. We're forgetting about how the Saints drafted in 2017. How they allowed their team to move forward by drafting the right guys. And not so much looking into free agency and picking this guy and that guy, because if you notice, a couple years before that, when they went out there and started getting Champ Bailey and, and Jerry's Bird and people like uh, you know and and Adrian Peterson and all these other guys, it, it 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 proved absolutely nothing. It helped in no way, shape, or form. You know, it only made the team worse because now you have a bunch of guys in the locker room with deep pockets that you know that they, they've been a the league for a long time it's hard for them to really focus because they, they focus on so many other things they got egos and, and you got all this type of stuff in the locker room i i am a believer in a balanced locker room you're balanced when you got the young players that are trying to grow up in the league you got seasoned veterans to lead these guys the right way to make sure that they get steered in the right direction That is what I feel like is a recipe for success. Not going out here getting a whole bunch of free agents just because they're out there. You know, like anybody that get cut shouldn't come across Twitter or in the inbox talking about, should we get this guy? Because if we're talking about salary cap, if we're talking about the saints being in cap hell, why are we sitting up here talking about getting this guy, that guy, when you know these guys are going to be asking for top dollar in a perfect world if we're playing man then we turn the salary cap off have it but the world that we're living in right now where the salary cap is 182.5 million dollars uh you might want to lower your expectations a tad bit i think we all want these guys you know that that we we see out here the jj Watts, the kenny galladay's the juju schmidt schuster's right but we can't have it all man and that's okay but that's what trusting your coaching staff come in that's what what where, where trusting your, your your scout team comes in i do i trust them they haven't steered us wrong in the last what four years they've been hitting them out the park john though uh john doe thank you very much for the five dollars says callaway will be good give him a chance i like him better than traquan smith harris will be good too but I can see us bringing in another receiver too. Yeah, John Doe, uh, yeah, I can see us bringing one in. I can see us bringing one in, but look, Trae schmidt did a, a really good job last season so much that I haven't heard this guy's name one time this offseason. I haven't heard anybody tell him I get rid of Trae schmidt I mean, Trae schmidt was on the lips of every member of the Who That Nation around this time last offseason now you look at Trey Smith had probably one of his best seasons as a pro Trey Smith does a lot of the dirty work folks some of the things that Trey Smith does it, it, it flies under the radar and I get it right it's almost like a defensive end a defensive end if he's not getting double digit sacks we don't really pay attention to him We're not focused on a guy getting the uh, TFLs, the tackles for loss, or the guy that's setting the edge. We can care less, right? We want a guy that's going to get to the quarterback, put him down on the ground. When we look at a wide receiver, we look at him like, man, if he ain't catching the ball, he ain't doing the job. But what about the the wide receivers that are putting defenders on their behinds? What about the guy that's doing the dirty work and and setting lanes in order for the running backs to spring off a big run? See, those type of things fly under the radar. And we don't pay attention to them, but they're just as important as a guy catching the pass. Because here's the thing: if you don't have a wide receiver that can block, your running game is going to suffer. I mean, when you're doing those halfback tosses and you know them halfback stretch plays or them or them jet sweeps, you 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 are counting on those wide receivers to block. And Trey Choir Smith does an excellent job, and I feel like his confidence uh, kind of elevated a tad bit when Mike T was out. So I do think that Traquan Smith, you'll see a much better version of him if the Saints were to get a a quarterback that can kind of cater to his skill set. Because Traquan Smith, I think he is a decent route runner, but I don't think that he's like elite with it. You know, I I think that some of the things that Traquan Smith can do well involves him going up the field because he has some speed. He's he's deceptively uh, fast. I don't think a lot of people give him credit for his speed, but he's really fast. And I have a lot of respect for this kid, man, because, you know, he's a, he's a guy that that puts that uh, hard hat on. He goes to work. So I respect anybody that does it like that. So shouts out to him. Uh, Callaway not ready to be a number two. He can be a good number three. I'm not saying that he can be a number two. I'm not saying that. I'm not saying that he can be a number two, but. Having an OTA, having a mini camp, having a training camp under your belt, having more experience, being inside of the locker room will help this guy tremendously. You know, one thing about Marquez Calloway that a lot of people aren't paying attention to is how smart he is. Like this guy does a really good job finding the soft spots in the zone. Like normally it takes a a young wide receiver to uh, at least about a year or two under his belt for him to be that smart. He's a very, very smart football player. And if you are a smart football player, everything kind of falls into place because there's no limits to what you can do. He's extremely talented. So can he be a number two? I mean, only time can tell. Only time can tell. And if he, even if he's not a number two, number three ain't bad. Number three ain't bad. So, you know, if, if the Saints going to go out here and get a number two receiver, you know, I mean, we don't know. We, we don't know how the team is going to look, you know, if Drew Brees doesn't come back and there's a new quarterback. That might be beneficial to a lot of guys. You might see guys making plays that you haven't seen made as many plays. Callaway, I haven't even mentioned about him too. Yeah, uh, I think he might be a number two. Well, only time can tell on that. Um, let's see. Oh, I already read that. Let's scroll down the Let's let's scroll down. Thank y'all so much. Let's go to Alfred. Alfred, thank you very much for the four ninety nine. and thank you uh to everybody that donates to the State of the Saints podcast. Uh, you can donate by you know hitting that super chat button. Alfred says, I think the Saints are uh, getting ready to do something none of us is expecting. Well, it doesn't surprise me. If, if you look at it, man, the Saints always uh, tend to do something like that. You know, rather it be mid season or, you know, even in off season, Saints always, uh, you know, have a way of doing something uh, that, that shocks a lot of people. So I don't know what they're going to do. You know, as long as it's beneficial to the team. In 2017, the Saints got Tigg and Junior a good, cheap, deep threat wide receiver and was good catching those deep routes. Uh, They'll find somebody like him in this free agency. Yeah. Yeah, I I think they will. You know, they always do. You know, they they always do. They always find a guy like that. And I feel like that would help them out a lot you know, especially having a new quarterback that can come in that can get the guy to football. Like I said, I'm not taking shots at Drew Brees. I know I keep on putting emphasis on that, but it's so important. It's so important. Now, look, you don't have to play arena football. You don't have to throw the ball 50 yards every play. But you need the defense to respect your offense. And I just feel like that was something that has been lacking. Teams did not respect the Saints' deep ball because – they did not respect Drew Brees' ability to push the ball down the field. When you do that, when you have a quarterback that can push the ball down the field, you have to keep the defense honest. You you have to. You know what I'm saying? Like, you, you got to keep it honest because here is the thing. If all I got to do is play the sticks because I know nothing is going over my head, I can. There's so many different ways I can come at you. And it, it also helps that your quarterback is not mobile at all. he can't move around so you got two things right there right you can't throw the ball you know consistently down the field and he's not going anywhere so it plays right into my hands but if you have a quarterback who may not be as mobile but if you give him time he can hurt you down the field then the defense is going to uh they're going to respect what you can do so if you bring another guy in yeah, I'm going to say this. I'm going to say this. And maybe I'm I'm way out in left field, but I was thinking about this. And maybe, like I said, I could be wrong, but I feel like I'm right. I feel like that's one of the main reasons why the Saints decided to trade Brandon Cooks. I, th- I think that they had a lot to do with the reason why they traded Brandon Cooks, because I think they saw that Drew Brees, uh, you know, was having issues getting the ball down there. Brandon Cook's skill set involved him going vertical. And they looked at him as being expendable because they felt like, man, well, maybe we'll get to this point that we're at right now. And Mike and Mike T and Michael Thomas is the most logical decision, you know, because Mike T, you know, is not a too much of a vertical threat. He could do all these, you know, short intermediate things, quick slants, or you know, those, those, you know, those out routes, you know what I'm saying? Like, at the sticks so i think that had a lot to do with it but now you have yourself a a quarterback that can possibly come in that can get that ball down the field the way it needs to be consistently ice cream man 504 what's going on man says cap uh we don't have a quarterback Uh, we couldn't all our good players can we uh get some uh, good saints news for a change um i'm not i'm not discouraged man and and they're not cutting all their good players all the players that i see get cut for the most part were players that wasn't on the team right (laughs) i mean who did they cut or they cut emmanuel sanders who was not you know it was in his first year Quan alexander came in the beginning of the year i mean we've had success without either one of those guys right so I'm not getting discouraged. You know, I'm not I'm not worried about that. I guess I have a lot of faith in the coaching staff. You know, I'm not I'm not looking over here and seeing what Tampa doing. I can care less. I trust this coaching staff. I still think the Saints have the best coaching staff in the South, even though Tampa won the Super Bowl. You know, I I would still put this Saints coaching staff up against anybody in the South. Anybody. Uh, I I just feel like we don't trust this coaching staff. You know, we we see these players, and we're like, "Oh man, they're leaving." But I mean, this coaching staff has got to put these guys for the most part in these positions for us to even miss these guys. So I, I trust the coaching staff. I'm I, I don't know about you all, but I'm I don't feel like the sky's fault. Kimberly says, "Who that kid Fitzgerald High? Uh, what key players have we cut at that position that can't be replaced?" Exactly exactly I I, I never understood this uh, especially at the wide receiver or any pass catching position anybody that the Saints put at the pass catching position rather they sign them or they're undrafted free agent and they come in they make plays have you seen it? how many players have you seen come in at the wide receiver position that the Saints just sign or pick up that don't make plays I'll wait you know why? Because those guys are going to make plays because Sean Payne is going to put those guys in positions to succeed. You know, the one thing about the New Orleans Saints is they get guys who have a certain skill set that fits what they're trying to do. So if you have a guy that you need to, you know, extend plays, right? You know, guy that get that. yet, The Saints are going to go out here and get them if they need somebody, that's, you know, third down, you need a big play you know, third and three or third and five, they they can find a, a guy to move the sticks. You know, once upon a time, we didn't know who Willie Sneed was, right? Once upon a time, we didn't know who Lance Moore was, right? Once upon a time, we didn't know who Joseph Morgan was, right? Once upon a time, we didn't know who Colston was. Uh, do, need I say more? Need I say more? We didn't know who any of these guys were. We didn't know what these guys were going to bring to the team. In some cases, some of us probably didn't never even heard of Robin Meacham. You know, even though you know he played in the SEC. But they found these guys with their skill sets and they made it work. You get people like Tay Jr., like somebody just mentioned. Use them for his skill set. Oh, you know what I'm saying? Tay again junior getting up there and is oh, we got Deontay Harris. Uh, how is he working out for us? Oh, you know, like we, we get rid of Brandon Coleman, but you know what I'm saying, in comes some, you know, he was helping out in the goal line situation. He can't. You know what I'm saying? He mostly was dealing, you know, coming in when it came to the blocking. Who we got to replace him? We got Traquan Smith. Yeah, that same type of production blocking. So I, I just don't understand how people just sit up here and make it seem like the sky fault. I, I really don't. I don't understand how people can just sit up here with a straight face and just and just believe that the Saints won't have no type of offensive firepower. Are oh, you crazy? Are you crazy? I, I just I just fail to believe it. Is Quan gone? I thought it was uh, just being talked about. No, he, he's been cut. He's been cut. Sanders Quan. These players are good. Who we going to replace with them? I can find I can find plenty. Thank you. He reminds me of Justin Jefferson. Not exactly the same, but smart like him. I guess you're talking about Marquess Callaway. I would assume. I'm not worried. We have Michael Thomas. Yep. I'll be overjoyed if we get Jabril Cox. I guess that's what you're referring to. Uh, we will pick up uh, wide receiver Curtis Salia from the Panthers. Watch. Well, that would be a good pick. That's a that's a nice uh, fair, um, pretty cheap pick. You know, TJ, I'll give you a few cheap wide receivers. John Ross. Thank you. Philip Dorsett, thank you, and Deshaun Jackson. And what you think, my guy? Well, look, Donald, I think that is some some good, really good uh, wide receivers that you pointed out there. Uh, Let's go ahead and start with John Ross here. John Ross, speedy guy. I think a lot of people probably watched him at the University of Washington. Super fast, uh, ran the second fastest 40 at the combine next to uh, uh, CJ2K, uh, Chris Johnson. But always was hurt so scratch him off the list uh philip dorsett i think that he's a good you know receiver depends on the situation has some success in indianapolis had a little bit of success with new england uh but you know that's that's kind of up and down and deshaun jackson i feel like his best days are behind you know i think he's uh constantly hurt so those are some good names those are some cheap guys but um if, if I was a GM, they wouldn't be my first choice. Those are some good picks, though. Not mad at them. Yes, I hope uh, they just lock him up to a contract instead of a tag. Of course, you know, Thomas, people, people respect Marcus Williams. And, and there is a market for this guy. There is a market for Marcus Williams. Anybody that don't believe that there is a, mar- a market for Marcus Williams is crazy. Like this guy is ranked among some of the best safeties in football. I'm going to say that again. He is ranked among some of the best safeties in football, despite what you may think, because we all know that some St. fans are emotionally invested in this team and their passion, their love is from down to down. And some people can't get that 2017 situation out of their minds. You know, they they can't, you know, but get over it. If this guy would have went into uh, the free agent market, he would have got signed the next day. You can bank on that. But right now, going to take a little break. And I have to tell you all about the official sponsor of the State of the Saints podcast, which is Manscaped. Now, get prepared for St. Patrick's Day with Manscaped. Now, if you're going to get a little lucky, Manscaped is the global leader for all you're below the waist, grooming needs. It is the official sponsor of the State of the Saints podcast, and to assure that you have the best tools for your family jewels, I am going to give you twenty percent off on your purchase with Manscape. All you have to do is use the promo code State of Saints. Okay, that's all one word. That's State of Saints. You will get twenty percent off of your purchase, and and international shipping is free. There's free international shipping. So go to MassCape.com, search, well, not search, search some of the items that they have, look at some of the products, use the promo code STATE OF SAINTS, no matter what your total is, rather you get something that's maybe like $6 or you get a, you know, $100 package. All you have to do is use the promo code STATE OF SAINTS and you will save 20% off. One item I recommend, and I constantly say this on the show, is the Longboard 3.0. Uh, is a water resistant hair trimmer and it's a really good product man so they have that as well as other products at manscape.com use the promo code once again state of saints now let's get back into it had to pay the bills uh i've seen many players over the years late draft picks and undrafted picks to come and uh, contribute real well for us yeah yeah that's true like I said, that's why I'm not worried. I don't understand why anybody is worried. I don't. I don't get it. Like, stop watching these sports shows, man. They, they are, like, these sports shows are doing their job, man. They are doing their freaking job because they got y'all, like, mob deep. They got y'all shook, 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 scared to death. Oh, TJ, I seen that, that, that they cut like, come on, dude. Uh, they they cut Emmanuel Sanders. They they, they cut Quine. They, they restriction deals. What, what we gonna do? I trust this team, man. I trust this team. I trust the squad. I trust this coaching staff. You know, every single year we seem like we go through these same situations. Cap hell, cap hell, cap hell, then cap hell, cap hell. You know, like sure, we gotta go Vince McMahon. Cap hell. You know, like, what what the hell are we doing here? The Saints have proven over the years that they can find ways to make things work. They were about to do something that was so unconventional to get to Davion Clowney. The league had to go into a rule book, and the rule wasn't even implemented. They They just realized that the Saints found the loophole and didn't want them to do it. So if the Saints can find a loophole like that to get Jadavion Clowney by doing almost like what the basketball uh, NBA does, by going out here trading with another team to get a player, what makes y'all think that the New Orleans Saints won't be able to do these things? What what are we doing, man? Stop watching these shows, man. These shows are designed to reel you in. Those guys do an outstanding job, no doubt about it. Straight up shock jocks, best shock jocks in the business. But at the same time, if you're using logic and if you understand the saints and the front office and what they have done all season, after all season, after all season, you wouldn't even be worried. And once again, I say that again. And maybe it's the way that I grew up, man. You know, I understand that you can make things work. I know that you can make money stretch. I don't know if I got some you know, some aristocrats out here. You know what I'm saying? Some old Martha's Vineyard people out there. But at the same time, I grew up and I know that you can make it stretch, okay? So I'm not concerned about the New Orleans Saints cap situation. This team was like over $100 million in cap hell, as they say. And now this team is is, is less than, what, about $30, $31 million in, 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 in cap hell? And they did that in probably less than two weeks. So what are we worried about here? Have some faith in your coaching staff. Have some faith in your squad. My goodness. Are y'all that afraid? Are y'all that afraid that a Tampa Bay Buccaneers fan might come into your inbox and say you suck? A Falcon fan or a Carolina Panther fan? I get it, man. I get it. The Tampa Bay Buccaneers won the Super Bowl. Woo! Oh, yeah, hooray! I get it. I get it. You want success. I understand that. But also, man, be logical here. What have the Saints done to, to, to have you this shook? For the last four years, they have had the best record in football, making these trades and making these deals. Do you not understand that the Saints over the last couple of years have went into the offseason over the cap and they still made it work? So what are you worried about, bro? What are you worried about? Have some faith in your squad. My goodness. Have some Dignity. Over there shaking, man. Y'all looking like Eddie Kane rolling up. You know what I'm saying to the rest of the heartbeats with the with the with the bedazzled uh, outfit on. You know what I'm saying. That's how y'all looking out here, man. Y'all looking bad. You know what I'm saying. Come on, have some faith in your squad for God's sakes. Alfred, thank you very much for 4.99. Says we get the great value, guys. They don't have the big names, but they're pretty good. Exactly. And Alfred, it's because of the coaching staff. That's what it's about. It's about the coaching staff. Do you, Y'all don't trust the team. Y'all don't trust the staff. How do y'all think these, these players got so good? How is it that I'm having a conversation about Marcus Williams? The Saints drafted the guy. The Saints drafted Marcus Williams. And they, they developed him into a guy that could go out here and get elite safety money. What are you doing? What are you doing, man? Have some dignity. Gregory says, what do you think about the recent releases? I think that it was a smart move. I think that it was a means to an end. And I think it was necessary. I think it was necessary, folks. They needed to do it. None of these guys were on the team before last season. So I know that the Saints can live without. Them. I know they can't. Call me naive, call me crazy. Whatever. But I trust this squad. I trust this coaching staff. I trust this front office. They make things work. True Louisiana laughing. Ramsey says, TJ, my birthday is in two days after St. Patrick's Day. I'm, I'm turning 21 on the 19th. Well. You know, when that day when that day comes, Ramsey, I'm going to wish you a happy birthday. I'm pretty sure I'm going to be doing the show, man. But so, I know, you know, I'll just go ahead and wish you a happy birthday now. But, you know, I'm pretty sure I'll do a show so I can officially do it for you, man. Daniel says, Saints releasing all the talent. Emmanuel Sanders also playoff looking foggy even more. Oh, yeah, because, man, I tell you what, boy, Emmanuel Sanders, boy, I tell you. Yeah, without him, the Saints, boy, that's, that's boy, they won and 16. You know what I'm saying? They because they got an extra game. They won and 16. The Saints going, you know, 2 15. Boy, it's over. Boy, go ahead and close up shop because a 34-year-old wide receiver who wasn't on the team prior to last year is it, getting cut. Oh man, Quan Alexander. Oh my goodness, man. Oh, the sky's falling. A guy that came into the the, the on a team in the middle of the season when the season was almost over is no longer here the sky's falling my goodness man let me go ahead and close up shop hey, this has been the state of the saints podcast it is yours truly tj jones nothing need no nothing needs to be talked about anymore because we we lost two guys that were not on a team last year daniel i love you but come on man have some faith in your squad have some faith in your squad, man. Have some faith, boy. Boy, these, boy, these moves got us shut. Mighty Mouse, thank you very much for the ten dollars. Says Williams is ranked thirteen in NFL for safeties. This was a smart move that the Saints did. Also, it would be better to have a young receiver core. <coughs> Excuse me. So it was a smart move to release Sanders. Thank you very much, Mighty Mouse, for the ten dollars. And that's very logical of you to say. I don't understand why these Saints fans are so scared, man. I don't. I, I don't. Cut the TV off, man. Cut the TV off. Y'all, y'all are uh, y'all scared to death. And Daniel, I'm only kidding, man. And you make some you make a valid point. I understand you're ner- you're nervous, you're scared, but at the same time, man. I just have. I I got faith. I I got faith. I got faith. Let's see, uh, TJ. I have no doubts the Saints will make it to the playoffs, but can we get to the Super Bowl? We need players to help us get over the hump, and who's to say that we won't get them? Who say we won't get them? You you have to you have to change it up. You you have to change it up, and and who's to say that we can't get better cheaper players that's where your coaching staff come in we were a super bowl ready team drew was the only question mark now we have a bunch of holes um i feel like this i don't think the saints gonna have a lot of holes i think that unlike how it was last year i don't think they're gonna have as much depth you might have a drop off at a, a huge drop off at some of these other positions uh but like I said, I trust, I trust the coaching staff. I trust the coach staff. I hope Chris Rashad makes our secondary legion a boom in 2021 like he did with the Seahawks DBs. Uh, you can call me crazy all you want, but I want us to be a top five defense. I think I want us all to be a top five defense. You know, I, I, think, we all, I think we all want us to be a top five defense. Excuse me. I'm looking at the comments and trying to talk at the same time. Like TJ says, have some faith in your squad. That's all I'm saying. I'm super excited for this next chapter. And like I said, man, look, I'm a Saints fan through and through. I I, look, I guess, you know, I'm prepared. I am prepared for the Saints to go through some growing pains. (laughs) I've seen worse, you know, (laughs) like maybe some of y'all ain't seen worse. And I, I get it. You know what I'm saying? I have to. I have to understand who I'm talking to here. Some of y'all never really seen the Saints, like, really down bad. You know, like, I don't think some of y'all ever seen the Saints, like, at their worst, like, so pathetic, like, why am I watching this? I don't think nobody really I, – I don't think a lot of people have. Maybe some of y'all have. I mean, I'm looking at my analytics. A lot of you all are, like, range between, like, maybe, like, 20 and 25. There's a high percentage of people, like, in there, you know – the early twenties, uh, mid twenties that, that, that watch this show. And I appreciate some of y'all youngsters out here, but all y'all remember is prosperity with the saints. You know, when the saints were around this thing, looking bad, looking bad, y'all was watching rug rats and Rocco's modern life. And, and, you know, and, and, uh, I real monsters and stuff, you know, but me, I can remember those tough times. I remember the swagman bag on the head. You know what I'm saying? I remember the canal Villery bag, over the head. I remember the Dale Shamps bag over the head. I remember when when you go in the Foot Locker and there was a rack full of saint starter jackets. I remember those days, folks, and I know a couple of you already do too. You know, I'm not just talking to myself here. I got a, a you know a nice little viewership ship uh, for people that's in their 30s and up there as well. So y'all y'all feel what I'm talking about here. But I trust this team. I trust the squad. I trust the fact that Sean Payton and his coaching staff are going to embrace this. And everything about the New Orleans Saints over the last couple of years, like I said, I just don't understand it, man. I just don't understand, like, why? Drew Brees has missed nine games in the last two years and the Saints have went eight and one. I'm going to say that again. In two years, Drew Brees has missed nine games. And the Saints have went eight and one. So that ought to tell you that, damn, we pretty good at the uh, the quarterback uh, position because Sean Payton going to do what he has to do to make the quarterback succeed. Uh, we've seen guys get hurt, go down. You know, we've see, we seen people on the line get hurt next man up uh we seen linebackers get hurt next man up we seen people in the secondary and they do a, a good enough job I, okay the Saints played without Marshawn Lattimore and Norris Jenkins last season and and they had P.J. Williams on one side and Patrick Robinson on the other and they won so call me naive call me naive folks but Everything that we're concerned about, we see. Like, (laughs) what what are we doing here? Oh, the wide receiver position, what are we going to do? Did we not see Mike T miss the majority of the season? Did we not see Emmanuel Sanders miss two games with COVID and Marquez Calloway and Traquan Smith and Deontay Harris stepped up? Did we not see this? All of the things that we are concerned about. We have seen guys step in that position and play really well. From quarterback, from linebacker, from cornerback, from line, defensive line, offensive line, we have seen guys step up. So what in the heck are we afraid of? What are we afraid of? We are, you have seen these things come <laughs> it happened right before your eyes. Guys go down, pick right back up. Dada Saints number one says, uh, first off, thank you for the five dollars. Said TJ, you cracking me up, fans scared of what the Saints doing, but not me. Yeah, not me. Not me. I'm not afraid. You know, I, I'm just not. I'm not. You ain't scared either. I trust our staff yeah yeah it shouldn't be i'm excited to see what sean can do that's when you gotta trust your coach uh tj how would you feel if we were to make it to the super bowl would you be okay with a honorary signing a breeze just to have that chance of getting that second ring yeah absolutely yeah i would i would but you know it's not going to go towards his legacy it's almost like Carson Wentz. You know, Carson Wentz is a Super Bowl champion, but they don't give him credit because Nick Foles did it. So, yeah, you can't make a honorary captain. You know, I think they did the same thing with Deuce McAllister, if I'm not mistaken. They signed him, and he got a Super Bowl ring. But, TJ, they sound like uh, we are going back to the paper bag days. Maybe they think that. But I think it has a lot to do with Tampa you know you may not want to admit it but it's true it has a lot to do with tampa it's the fact that the super bowl champion is in our division we didn't talk so much noise over the years talking to talking to uh talking about tampa talking about atlanta talking about carolina now all of a sudden we nervous because now we feel like we about to roll up and have to sit at a table and eat a big huge bowl of crow well i mean you think the way that you want to man but you gotta have belief in your squad, man. And, and you can't, you know, just assume the worst. You know, you, you gotta be optimistic about this. But like I said, everything that you're afraid of, we've already seen. I, I just wanna I just wanna make that perfectly clear. Alfred, thank you very much for the 499. Says not to keep talking about Drew. But say if we went to the Super Bowl next year and we win with that same supported cast, do you think it hurts his legacy? Uh, no, uh, no, absolutely not. Because Alfred, you have to look at the fact that how old Drew Brees was. Now, if this was, uh, 32, 33 year old Drew, uh, 32, 33 year old Drew Brees, then maybe we'll be, uh, you know, speaking another language, uh, uh speaking, you know what I'm saying? Uh, you know, talking differently, but here's the thing, Drew Brees is doing something that, m- not many quarterbacks have done he's playing into his 40s, right? So the fact that Drew Brees helped the Saints go to the postseason twice in his 40s is a testament to Drew Brees. Now, anything after that is pretty much you know, I mean, just a miracle. So if, the, if we were talking about Drew Brees, 32 33 years old, doing this, then I'd be like, okay, you know, what I'm saying, yeah, this gonna hurt his legacy, but you know by him going now by him going and you know missing i mean looking bad in the playoffs year after year now that's hurting his legacy him not playing lights out that hurt his legacy but not this but not this that wouldn't no it wouldn't if he was in his prime then it definitely would hurt it even more loving the saints all season moves so far to be honest just gotta get rid of pete (laughs) Uh, That's not going to happen. They like him, and they they like him. I don't think anyone is afraid. I think we are looking at what uh, could possibly get us to the Super Bowl since we have failed to do so with a great roster. Uh, Nah, Kelly, I have to disagree. I just think they're scared. I think you're scared. I think you're scared because, number one, you never seen life outside of Drew Brees, some of y'all. Like I said, some of you are too young to remember that and number two i said you talk so much trash you talk so much noise to some of these other teams y'all have infiltrated nfc south crews y'all have y'all have put up the black and gold banner and y'all have told everybody how the saints are just the best and y'all just here and now we're looking at the cap and now we're looking at tampa and now we're looking at Drew Brees retiring. Now, all of a sudden, we scared and shook, and now we want to talk about what we're going to do. That's what the problem is. I don't care what anybody says. Ain't nobody just sitting up here talking about, well, yeah, we had the squad for four years, and this happened. And... Nah, bruh. Scared. Shook. It's obvious that Loomis knows what he's doing, considering he's been uh, there since the early 2000s. Exactly. Yeah, P Rob going too. That's not a surprise. Man, I just feel bad Drew Brees has to go out this way to let Tom Brady come in the south, kick him out of the playoffs, and win a Super Bowl. Well, look, Drew Brees did it to himself. Drew Brees did it to himself when Drew Brees was out there playing with a plethora of injuries, which I respect him for. He's a he's a he's a gladiator, he's a warrior, but he did it to himself, man. Mediocre quarterback playing the playoffs, throwing all those interceptions. You know? I mean, <laughs> you, you gotta look at it that way, man. I, I don't wanna hear anything about oh, if if if, if Jared Cook would have caught the ball, uh, if, if, if if the old line of block form, no. Nah. When you're the best quarterback, when you're an elite quarterback, you play your best football in the postseason. It is time for us to stop making all these excuses for Drew Brees in the postseason. Drew Brees has played mediocre at best over the last, I'd say about the last four or five playoff appearances, he's been playing like straight up mediocre. And I don't feel bad for saying this. When you're an elite quarterback quarterback, You're supposed to play lights out. Drew Brees has not played lights out. Don't give me that stuff about the Minneapolis miracle because I can easily tell you about those two interceptions that Drew Brees threw in the first half that put the Saints behind the eight ball. And, yeah, he did bring the Saints back, but why were the Saints in that position in the first place? Why were they in that position? I could talk about in the NFC Championship game how the Saints had, just like against Tampa in the divisional round, The Saints had two opportunities in the red zone that could have put them up and made it tough for the Rams to come back, and yet they're kicking field goals. That is what I'm talking about here. You got to be playing your best football in the postseason. So do I feel bad for Drew Brees? No, I do not. I do not feel sorry for Drew Brees. I don't. I love Drew, but I don't feel sorry for him. Drew Brees gets all of the credit when, when the Saints win these football games, But we don't want to get Drew Brees no type, no type of, a, you know what I'm saying, no type of blame whatsoever when things go wrong. It's always the O-line fault. It's always a pass catch and not catch the ball right. But let's go ahead and watch the game. Let's see why they're in this hole in the first place. No, I don't feel bad. I don't because the Saints were good enough. They were good enough to win the Super Bowl. And if Drew Brees was not limited, most likely the Saints would be in the Super Bowl. I mean, honestly, let's look at the Minnesota Vikings game. Drew Brees wasn't even the best quarterback on his team in that game that day. Taysom Hill was. Like, you let people like Case Keenum, Jared Goff knock you out the playoffs, Alex Smith. I mean, look, I mean, what are we talking about here, man? No, I don't feel sorry for Drew. I don't. I love him, but I don't feel sorry for him. If if, if the Superdome was crowded, if they had sixty four, sixty five thousand 65,000 fans inside the Superdome, the Boo Birds would have been in full effect for Drew Brees this past offseason. I mean, pre postseason. They would have been in full effect. Y'all would have, like, that's the best thing that ever happened to Drew Brees, that there were very few fans in the crowd. And and the television could not pick up the fans in the stands because 65,000 people would have booed Drew Brees. And don't tell me that I'm tripping because if you look at Twitter, if you look at the State of the Saints podcast, if you look at some of these other Saints Up podcasts, you look at some of these groups. Everybody is saying I love Drew, but it's time to go. Don't tell me that he wouldn't have got booed in the Superdome. He would have. Oh, TJ, man, you can't talk about Drew Brees like that. Don't talk about my quarterback like that, man. Bump that. It is time out for all of the 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 the, the rose-colored glasses BS. The Saints need. A quarterback that can get that ball down the field. That is what's been missing. That is what's been missing from the Saints. The Saints inability to create the kill shot. When they up in a game. When, when they have opportunity to really put their stake on the game. They can't get they can't go for the kill shot. They can't. So, no, I do not. I, I do not. TJ, I love the all season every year. So much entertainment. I agree. I agree. So much entertainment. It's always fun, man. It's always fun to see, you know, players go to other teams and see them, you know, in different uniforms when the season starts. I know it probably won't happen, but about signing uh, Richard Sherman to a one year deal. He played with Chris Richard. I wouldn't be mad at that. I wouldn't be mad at, uh, I wouldn't be mad at Richard Sherman being with the Saints. Damien says, I'm all the way late uh, from working a graveyard shift, woke up to use the restroom, <laughs> and saw the best sports show on. I appreciate that, Damien. Thank you, man. Uh, Zach says, they were playing the best defense that year. Exactly. Exactly. You talking about people I feel sorry for. If he was hurt, uh, he could have said that at halftime put Winston in, Sean and Drew. Pride got the best of them, so I don't feel bad as well. Nah, I don't feel bad at all. You know what you was doing. You know what you was doing, man. <sighs> Look, anybody that say that Drew Brees don't have an ego, I got I got three different scenarios that'll tell you that he, he does have ego. Uh number one, um let's talk about that wild card game against Minnesota. We seen Taysom Hill throw a fifty-five yard touchdown to uh Deontay Harris right Drew Brees tried to go out there try to throw a ball deep and gets an intercept right the, the very next play the very next drive that's what he does now come on dude you, you ain't throw a pass pass uh, 20 yards all year long now all of a sudden you want to go out there and beat Patrick Mahomes that's number one number two rushing yourself back after uh, Teddy Bridgewater won five straight games. Teddy Bridgewater, like, honestly, people weren't checking for Teddy Bridgewater in New Orleans. It was it was a lot of mixed emotions here. A lot of people didn't like Teddy Bridgewater. Rather it be the fact that you didn't really see him play, uh, didn't think he was that good. Some people, you know, for obvious reasons. You know, guy went five games. And all of a sudden, Drew Brees has to come back versus the Arizona Cardinals going into a bye week. Hmm, interesting. Drew Brees again, fractures 11 ribs, has a collapsed lung, misses the games. What miss what four games? Comes back for the fifth game. Oh. To play against Patrick Mahomes and the Kansas City Chiefs. I don't care what anybody says. Man, well, well, Drew gives us the best position, put us in the best position to win. Man, bump all that. Drew Brees came back because he probably realized this was his last opportunity to go up against a young Patrick Mahomes and he rushed himself back. So, anybody that tells me that Drew Brees doesn't have an ego, I will have to disagree with you. Once again, I love Drew Brees, but the guy does not turn water into wine, he does not walk on water you know what i'm saying he did not rise from the dead in three days this guy can be criticized and no <clears throat> i don't feel sorry for him i don't feel bad for him at all and i feel like if he does come back i feel like that would not be the right move it would not be the right move sorry well i want to see drew come back I, I i think that drew has something left in the tank look why would you want this guy to exhaust everything that he has and a lot of you're selfish anyway yeah i said it a lot of you're selfish you know you want drew reese to come back for selfish reasons your own selfish reasons don't care nothing about this man's health don't care nothing about this man's well-being i mean where well, y'all there you know what i'm saying if, if you notice like or pay attention to when people have fractured ribs they can barely sleep in their bed at night they have to you know, a lot of these guys are, you know, talking about when they, they fractured their ribs. Like they couldn't even sleep in a bed. They had to sleep in a chair, coughing up blood. Like, do y'all th- like think about this, your your, your wife or your uh, your husband. With cracked ribs, coughing in the middle of the night, coughing up blood, having to run to the bathroom, feel like he's gagging. Like, are you, are you are you putting the towel by his face to wipe the blood off? Or are you, you know what I'm saying? Like holding their hair make sure it don't fall in the toilet like are you doing this like these are serious injuries that we're talking about here and we're talking about a guy who has four children and you think his wife wants him to continue to do this game called football when you when you got shoulder injuries foot injuries and 11 fractured ribs and a collapsed lung nah bro you can keep that. I don't, I don't care like it's time out for the fake stuff it's time out it's time out for you know you know being politically correct drew Brees needs to retire drew Brees needs to retire i'm scared of levante david and devin white well i think you should have been afraid of them <laughs> even before all this happened what quarterback does not have an ego every quarterback has an ego but For some apparent reason, Saints fans feel like their quarterback doesn't. You know, Drew Brees does. Uh, You should. uh, Let's see. Sean Payne knows it's time to move on from Drew. Yeah, absolutely. And if y'all don't believe it, let's see if he going to come back this year. Man, these guys know what's up. These guys in the locker room know what's happening. They know that Drew Brees can't get the ball down the field. They know Drew Brees is limited. You can't fool these guys, bruh. Like, shout out to my guy, Rashad Matthews, who was on the show a couple days ago. Do y'all not see this guy talking, how he was talking, saying that Matt felt like I was better than this guy, better than that guy? You don't think these guys are having these type of conversations inside of the locker room? Y'all don't think these guys are having these type of conversations? Do you not think that these guys go home to their wives, or, you know what I'm saying, girlfriends or moms, aunts or whatever. Like, man, shoot, man. Man, bruh. I was open. Man, dude couldn't get me the ball. Y'all don't think these dudes having this conversation? Oh, they stand behind the mic. Well, he said, well, I, I think that I, I could have ran a route a little bit better. I think it was on me. It's on me. Y'all really think these like these guys are trying to make you feel good, right? Right? They're telling you all the things that you want to hear. Oh, he's such a nice guy. Oh, he's such a team first guy. Okay. Okay. Keep on believing that these guys aren't living in the same world as us. Keep on believing that these guys don't think the way that we do. Keep on, keep on taking bread out of these guys mouth and see what really happens here. Keep on believing that if y'all want to, man. I watched the interview. He said that he he looking forward to playing with him next year. Of course, he gonna say that. What are he gonna say, man? Shoot, dude can't even throw the ball down the field twenty yards. man. shoe. He need to go ahead, and go home. You think I? You think guys are really gonna say something like that? Are uh, they gonna say the politically correct thing that's gonna continue to get them paid? How come you? Uh, how come you don't go to a job that you hate and just be like, you know? Get the hell out of my face to your boss. How come you don't go to your job and, and just say, you know, forget this job in so many words. Y'all know the word I'm looking for, but we PG here on the State of the Saints podcast for the most part. How come you don't say that? Because you need your money. You need your money. So you don't think these guys do the same thing? Y'all don't think these guys do the same thing? Oh, there's such a nice guy. Oh, there's such a nice guy. I, I, I can eat dinner with him. OK. Keep on taking bread out of guy's mouth. Keep on making a guy limited. Keep on telling a guy that he trash on Twitter when a guy knows that he has a lot to offer, but he's limited. Keep on doing it and see what really happens. Richard Sanders says, "Is it true the Saints were interested in Tom Brady had Drew retired after 2019 season?" That is absolutely correct, Richard. Most likely Tom Brady would have been a Saint. And I know some uh Saints fans probably won't don't want to admit it, but I will. How many of us uh, wish that that could have happened? <laughs> huh? I'm just being real. I'm just being real. You you thought about that one time or another. It's just time, man. I agree. Past saw the light. I'm late as usual. What up, who that? That was going on, man. Better late than never. Uh Patrick says, if Breeze comes back, trade him, Pete Thomas. Uh, <laughs> this year first. Uh and next year for Winston and Metcalf. And there next year. Oh, man. <laughs> Man, what world are you living in right here? Okay, there's Pat. I love you, my friend. Thank you for coming with it. But let me let me go ahead and tell you this, man. Train Drew Brees, Pete and Thomas. And you're going to get Russell Wilson and, and DK Metcalf. Dude. You trade Thomas, you're going to be eating about $21 million. You trade Andrews Pete, you're going to be eating about a a good $8 million. And Drew Brees has a no trade uh, clause in his contract. So that eliminates that. Right? So not happening. Not happening, man. Limited and predictable, ask Devin White everyone all right (laughs) yeah man you can't you can't get them man you can't get them a lot of things lmao patrick let's see buck fan in his joint Uh, thank you for being here man appreciate you stopping by OG, i had to do it i don't know exactly what you did (laughs) i have to to see what uh, goldface did Okay, he said I, I saved a lot of money on my car insurance. Okay, I got you, Uh, Patrick. Smoking that dust, boy. <laughs> I'm glad Tom didn't uh, become a saint because that Super Bowl, Tom Brady won on uh, Tampa Bay, won would be always in the conversation that they had to get Brady to win a Super Bowl. Well, it's in the conversation for Tampa. So what's the difference? And, and honestly, who cares? You know, like who cares, like. You're a Super Bowl champion. You can talk about that all you want to. Is that going to stop you from being a Super Bowl champion? No. So I take it. What up, TJ? Saints fans scared to face reality, but at the end of the day. I'm a Saints fan for life. Goes on after Drew Brees, Mike T, Kamar, Cam Jordan, all the ones we love. We just have to appreciate them while they're here. I agree. I agree, Chosen. You know, a lot of people be scared, man. A lot of people scared. They they. They rooting for a team. They don't want to feel like a loser. You know, it's OK to take L sometime. I know the world that we live in now tells you I ain't taking no loss. I ain't taking no L. That's what they say. Right. We see Mayweather, 49 and 50 and 0. He ain't never took no loss. Right. Guys go to UFC. Man, he he ain't take no loss. All of a sudden, he lose. Oh, he lost. He lost. he lost. (laughs) You know, like we are afraid to take L's. But let's be real, man. We all taking L's in life. We all taking L's. Some of us are taking L's right now. But it's okay. It's okay to take an L. It's okay to lose. It's okay to lose. It's okay to. it's okay to take an L, man. I ain't got no problem with that. You should have no problem with that. You got It, it got to get ugly before it get beautiful. Ain't that what Chris Brown said? You know? Because it can get ugly before it get beautiful. Well, maybe that's that's the wrong person to use. Uh, being politically correct, thank you very much for the $2 says. Uh, I keep fools paid. <laughs> but thank you very much for the $2. I really do appreciate that. Politically correct. Uh, Yeah, man, look, it's okay to take L sometime. And like I said at the beginning of the show, I'm prepared. I am prepared uh, for the Saints to go through some growing pains in order for them to get better. Because I'm a Saints fan regardless. My my fandom is not determined by how many games the Saints win. Just get to the playoffs is not a seven-game series. What's up, TJ? What's going on, Jay? Wistful thinking. I just want a Super Bowl at this point. I think we all do. I think we all just kind of frustrated. This is why we are here, who that nation, to talk Saints football during the season or the offseason. Yep. I'm going to go now. Hope y'all have a good rest of your day. Idris, take care, man. Appreciate stopping by. Tony says, the Aints have no money. Aha ha 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 ha. Uh, let the snowball and begin. Tight end Jared Cook. Now Emmanuel the 42 million over the cap. Isn't Tony a, a, a Falcon fan? Aren't you a Falcon fan? Look, dude, you this is the third time I see you up in here chirping. You know, hold on. This is the third time I see you come in here chirping, dude. So I'm going to give you what you want. The Atlanta Falcons are an embarrassment to the NFC South. They're an embarrassment to the NFC South. First off, don't be coming up in here with a Saints-hired GM. don't 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 come up in here with that y'all had to go and look at the saints and hire a a gm that came from the saints y'all whole team was structured to beat the saints y'all 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 had this offense because y'all seen the saints offensive firepower and yet y'all still couldn't make it to the super bowl and then when y'all did make it to the super bowl y'all gave up a 25 point lead and have not done anything since then so While you up here worried about the Saints, you need to be worried about your team, a team that has been swept by the New Orleans Saints last year, a team that is the epitome of a disgrace, a team that quarterback is on borrowed time, a team that wide receiver is on a borrowed time, and a team that can't stop traffic with a stop sign. So if you're an Atlanta Falcon fan and you're on the State of the Saints podcast, understand this. You guys are nowhere near where the New Orleans Saints are. You guys change up your uniform. You change up your stadium. You got your owner looking out like Count Chocula up in here. And y'all still can't win no football games. How can a guy who owns Home Depot don't know how to put in no work? How can a team that has has Hall of Famers on it like Julio Jones has good linebackers like Debo Jones and can't win more than seven football games? How can you have a quarterback who is supposed to be a Hall of Famer and Matt Ryan who throws more picks than Razor Ramon, who has more turnovers than your local Krispy Kreme, How in the world can y'all sit up here and talk about the New Orleans Saints? The the Atlanta Falcon fan base is a disgrace. A bunch of casual fans who come to the game to look cute, who probably film in their version of the real housewives or house husbands of Atlanta. They come to the game so they can look good. They go up in here, they go to the little malls and restaurants and don't even pay attention to the game. And they only become fans. When the win record is better than the loss record, miss me with that. Nobody cares about you all. You are a laughing stock. Three straight weeks of you guys giving up big leads. Miss me, Atlanta, with the BS. Now, y'all can stay and chill out. That's fine. I'm glad that you're here. But understand where you're at, understand that you're in the basement. Understand that Tampa came back on y'all in the second game that you all played <laughs> to win a football game when y'all had like a 21 to what 21 to nothing lead. Then y'all came out of the the, the y'all, y'all came out of halftime, scored again 28 to 7, and Tom Brady came out there and came back on y'all clowns. How in the world can you sit up here with a straight face sitting up here? On your keyboard or your phone, and have the audacity, the mitigated god, to talk about the New Orleans Saints when your team has done absolutely nothing for the past three years, except be the doormat of the NFC South, a disgrace. But thank you, Tony. Thank you for being here. We really do appreciate it here on the State of Saints podcast. Let's see, TJ, uh, Tim going ham, ragged failures of the franchise. Damn, you just schooled a Falcon fan. Matt Ryan looks like a skittish cat in a pocket. TJ, he assessed. I I mean, look, when you got great content like the State of the Saints podcast, I can understand why you want to watch. But understand, just because you're watching the show, don't mean that your boy don't know what's going on in Atlanta, all right? I mean. You know, I mean, look, there's much more going on in Atlanta than Candy Burrows. You know what I'm saying? Like, there's way more going on than needy leaks. There's a lot of leaks in your defense. There's a lot of leaks in your offense. There's a lot of leaks in your front office. And once again, you got a New Orleans Saints front office guy to run your team. So there's nothing you can tell me. You can't say, well, y'all suck. We can't suck that bad if y'all coming out here and sucking the talent from our team to make your team better. So always remember, no matter how much success that you all have, and I'm wishing Terry find no success because, you know what I'm saying, like I'm I'm rooting for the brother, except when he plays the Saints. No matter how much success y'all have, no matter how many games y'all win, y'all had to come and and uh, pillage and pilfer the New Orleans Saints in order for y'all to get over the hump. So miss me. With the BS. Love every minute TJ get them. I see facts. You mean the great Matt Ryan and great Julio Jones. Uh, Yeah, the great Julio Jones. Matt Ryan is not great. Average at best. Okay. Average at best. Uh, Falcons getting roasted today. They get roasted every day. They get roasted every time. 26 touchdowns, 11 interceptions, and a seven and nine record, and three, three, <laughs> three comfort behind uh victories from the from the opponent. I, if I have time, I would like to pull them up for you. But you can live in the land of delusion if you want to. I know Atlanta Falcon fans, y'all live in the land of delusion for some apparent reason. Like I don't know if y'all got one of those men in black neuralizers that that uh, Tommy Lee Jones and Will Smith uses in a movie and y'all just neuralize your brains and you forget the fact that the Saints been waxing y'all tails for the last couple years. But you guys suck. Like, like, it it ain't even funny. Like, you guys suck. Y'all not a very good football team. Y'all not a very good ran football team. Count Chalkula, a.k.a. Arthur Blank, has done a horrible job at getting guys to come into your organization to make it better. I mean, it's just facts. Look at the facts here. I'm not not, not telling you nothing that you don't already know. Y'all not very good. Y'all not a very good football team. Defensively, y'all suck. Offensively, y'all suck. Special teams, I mean, need I say more? Look what y'all did with the Cowboys. Y'all suck. Seven and nine, y'all suck. Giving up big leads, suck. Losing to the Saints twice, suck. Letting Tampa Bay come back on y'all late in the second half, suck. Like, even if they were allowing fans inside the stadium, nobody would come because you suck. And Atlanta is a melting pot. You got people from all across the country that come to Atlanta because Atlanta is the place where dreams come true for some apparent reason. Everybody flocked to Atlanta. Like anytime things go wrong, anything happens in life, man, I'm going to Atlanta because Atlanta changed everything. I don't know if people seen menace to society or they seen poetic justice or they seen uh Any other movie where life just automatically changes or boys in the hood? I think Cuba Good Jr. and Neil Long went to Atlanta. One went to Spell, one went to Morehouse. Yeah, everybody says the land where dreams come true. That's because they come from everywhere. So it's a bunch of casual fans. Y'all, casual. You, you can't get more casual than an Atlanta Falcon fan. They're so casual. I mean, they walk around with suits and ties. You know what I'm saying? They, they, they're so casual. It seems like they're getting ready for a business interview. I mean, I just don't get it, man. I I don't understand it. You know, like, I haven't seen people on Zoom calls more casual. I haven't seen people go to grad night more casual. A bunch of casual fans trying to tell passionate Saints fans about their team? Like, give me a freaking break, dude. Next. Next, man. What, what, what are you doing here? What the heck are we doing here, man? Somebody get this is an Atlanta Falcon fan out of here the nfl draft thank you very much for the two dollars says one day we'll have as many picks as the falcons (laughs) ah man somebody get this atlanta falcon fan up out of here man knock it off come on man messing up our show talking about the falcons the falcons the falcons like come on man i can see look i see tampa carolina falcons man next question man What, what are we talking about here I'm not delusional. I want us to tank, but I love your show. <laughs> Matt Ryan doesn't even crack the top 100 players list going into last year. Falcon fans going down bad. Man, like, what are we talking about here, man? The, the Falcons? Seriously? Like, what are we talking about, bruh?
0: Like, what
1: are we bruh? But I do want to talk about something, man, before I get up out of here. I want to talk about Alex Azzalone. <laughs> Speaking of a rant, I want to talk about Alex Azzalone because Alex Azzalone went on a sports show and he talked about entering free agency. Uh, he talked about how he enjoyed his time with the New Orleans Saints. But he also talked about the Saints signing Quan Alexander in the middle of the season. He said he felt like it was a slap in the face. So Alex Azzalone felt like he was being slapped in the face because the New Orleans Saints decided to go get Kwan Alexander. Now, I'm not gonna sit up here and act as if you know Alex Azzalone didn't give us good moments in a Who that Nation. I mean, Alex Azzalone gave us moments like this.
0: Brian throws underneath Jones using the speed. Julio across the 25.
1: Yeah, I mean, that's pretty good, right? And speaking of Atlanta Falcons, that, that goes again. Matter of fact, let's show that again. Ryan
0: throws underneath Jones, using the speed. Julio across the twenty.
1: Ball is out, it's free, and the Saints recover. I mean, he gave us moments like that, right? Yeah, I mean, it's a good moment, right? Forcing a fumble on Julio Jones. But for every play like this, he gives us plays like like this. Saints
0: on him, and the ball's out. It's in the end zone. Saints, oh, they can hold on.
1: I mean, inconsistent, right? So, for every play he gives you, that's good. He gives you a play that's bad. Uh, sometimes he will wrap a guy up with the tackle, and the next day, you no, know, he'll whiff on the tackle, and the player will go for twenty yards. So, Alex hasn't learned. My brother. Your first year with the New Orleans Saints was pretty good, man, until you showed up, missed the entire season when we played the Miami Dolphins in London. And you just been up and down, man. You've been a stock market. You know what I'm saying? Like and then eventually you became Robin Hood. You know what I'm saying? For those that probably know about the stock market and Robin Hood, cutting people off, you all know what I'm talking about here. You started up here and then you know what I'm saying? You start wavering around. And that is what we don't need. You need consistency at the linebacker position. And you shouldn't feel bad that the Saints went out there and got Quine Alexander because the Saints wouldn't even be thinking about getting Quine Alexander, or they wouldn't even be thinking about uh, trading Beagle uh, for, uh, what's your guy's name? Um, Man, uh, Alonzo, Kiko Alonzo. They wouldn't even be thinking about getting Kiko Alonzo if you were actually doing your job. He didn't do his job. You didn't do your job consistently, uh, consistently, Alex. So that's the reason why you are in free agency right now. And I wish you a lot of success. I'm pretty sure he's probably going to end up going to the Lions, you know, or, or some other team. You know, I'm pretty sure that he's going to get a fair shot. And I'm, I know he's going to be a pretty consistent player. But Alex Azuloni dug his own grave. This guy got his own shovel and started to dig. You had an opportunity to make a splash. The Saints gave you an opportunity going into training camp. It was your job to lose. And guess what, homie? You lost it. You lost your job. You lost your job because you were not consistent. We don't need inconsistency. We don't need that. The Saints don't need that. And you cannot be inconsistent at the linebacker position. That's the reason why the Saints decided to go get Quan Alexander. And he played better than you. He played better than you, Alex. He played better than you. He was much more of a short tackler. Yeah, he whiffed on that, that play, you know, against the Philadelphia Eagles. But besides that, he did one hell of a job. So good that when he tore his Achilles, we thought the sky was falling, which it was. Let me. I'm, I'm gonna say this. When Quan Alexander came to the team, we seen Demario Davis play like the best linebacker in football. When you're on the field, Demario Davis just looks like one of the guys. And do you know why? Because he has to do more. Because you're out there, he has to do less. When Quan was out there. So stop whining and boo-hooing <laughs> the Why did you mean? me? That's because you're inconsistent. You're inconsistent, dude. Once again, for every
0: play like this. Ryan throws underneath Jones. Using the speed, Julio across the 25. Ball is out, it's free, and the Saints recover.
1: He give you plays like this. Saints are on him, and the ball's out it's in the end zone Saints oh they can't hold on end of story but all joking aside man your defensive line and linebackers are very very good Tony I thank you so much man I appreciate that one of y'all linebackers is really good okay that's Debo Jones (laughs) I can't think of any big name linebackers out there don't need them don't need them We don't need big name linebackers. We need consistent linebackers. Give me, like Demario Davis wasn't a big name. Demario Davis wasn't a big name. Was, was, Was A.J. Klein a big name? We knew him because he played for Carolina, but he wasn't a big name. He wasn't. We fall so much in love with these big names, the 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 Seattle uh Seattle Seahawks signed. I don't know. Uh, Give me a big name. Ty Gurley. Oh my god. Oh. The Pittsburgh Steelers signed Rashad Penny. The Washington Football Team signed. The Davion Clowney,
0: oh, oh, my
1: God, oh, oh. The New Orleans Saints sign. Kyle, Kyle Rudolph. Hmm. Boy, we love a marquee name, boy. We like a name in bright lights, right, That's that got the, you know what I'm saying, a twitching light that blinks. We love that. I want consistency. I don't care what his name is. His name could be Joe Blow, Joe Wheeler. You know, Joey Lawrence, whoa, I don't give a – you know what. As long as the dude's going to come out there and play, I can care less. I can care less. I just want consistency. I just want a guy, when he puts his name on the marquee, I want to make a tackle. I want to bring the guy down to the ground. That is what I want. That is what I want from the players. I don't care what his name is. We need to get away from this stuff. We need to get away from these names, man. As long as the guy can play. You know what I'm saying? I don't care what his name is. Y'all falling apart uh shortly but surely. Uh you mean slowly but surely. Okay. <laughs> and not really. Not really. TJ, what would you do with the Saints signing Johnny Manziel after the FCS season? Uh, what I would, uh, what would I do? You talking about if they signed him? <laughs> I mean, that'd be terrible. And if we talking about signing him now? Heck, nah, that boy horrible. Uh, man and drunk all the talent out itself. Uh, Bobby says if Jabril Cox falls to the second, Saints need to seriously look at drafting him. Saints need to stop overlooking studs at LSU. See Devin White, yeah, Chazon and Queen, all productive in the NFL. Yeah, I don't understand that. I don't understand that. I I mean, I get it. if they're too close to home. Uh, you know, you think that they might have like some some people, you know what I'm saying? they might influence them. Look, these guys can play, they can ball. Sign them up. Sign them up. saying I want him I, I think I want Jabril Cox too you know I, I think that he's a really good linebacker Scott Shanley exactly Sky Vegeta yeah Mark Seminole I mean so many guys like these guys were not household names but they were key contributors Simon Zell for what <laughs> custodial, <laughs> custodial duties he could clean the superdome <laughs> Johnny Manziel in New Orleans is not a good mix. And anybody that followed the career and the life of my Johnny Manziel, you know why. You need to get rid of Slant Thomas. All he does is run slants, and he makes $20 million a season trying to be up there making Julio 23.5, DeAndre Hopkins $22 million money. Man, Michael Thomas at this particular time is one of the best wide receivers in football. And y'all can talk about slants all you want to, but it just shows me that y'all ain't never ran a down in your entire life. Anybody that sits up here and talks about a guy just running slants never played football a day in their life because anybody that played the wide receiver position knows how hard it is to get off the line of scrimmage when you're being jammed. And the fact that this guy can get separation, not being one of the fastest receivers in football and still can get separation enough to run a slant is pretty incredible. And the fact that everybody's calling this guy slant god and all that kind of stuff. Well, it's a true testament to how great this guy really is. Look, if you know that I'm about to slap you in the face, right? And you don't put your hands up, that's on you. This guy runs the same route and you still can't stop it. That's on you. Okay. and the fact is, look, have you have you listened to the show? The guy runs these type of routes because of Drew Brees' limitations. Go back and watch Michael Thomas in 2016. Tell me if he was just running slant routes. Tell me if he was just running those quick outs. Go ahead. Tell me. And, and I'll show you passes when he was catching the ball down the field, when he was catching deep posts. I mean, c- come on. Like, the dude is going what, uh you know, Drew Brees can do. But to say that this guy, all he does is run slants, he run, all he does is run slants because – he's helping drew Brees. he's you know i'm saying he's he's helping his quarterback and plus he's the number one receiver so most most likely he's gonna get the majority of the of the uh the passes the targets tj what do you think about this i say draft jc horn and trade up to get zavin collins cut rabbit uh draft wide receiver late rounds and trade murray and armstead for three uh first picks for us well if you uh, you know, that's not bad. You know, that's not bad at all. If you can do that, if you can be that aggressive, not bad. I'm not. A, I don't agree with the arms did thing, but it's not bad. You don't understand how our team is built. Obviously, you don't. Like I said, I mean, this is this is Twitter universe talking right here. You know, all oh, Michael Thomas do is run slants. Who cares? Don't care where you run as long as the guy catch the ball people who say mike t is just a slant receiver don't watch film he's perfect and runs route tree in year two yep tj i love how uh, other teams will come in here running their mouth then turn around and compliment the saints after you let them have <laughs> look check this out man i appreciate every fan that, that comes from other teams that watch this show, look, I I, I love it. You know, what I'm saying I, I love it. Tells me number one that the show is good, and also that you know you're passionate about your team, and you know you're willing to come into the belly of the beast and, and, and talk your talk your ish. I can appreciate that, but trust and believe. If you come in here talking mad greasy, I might let it go. I might let it go for a while, but eventually. You're going to get your comeuppance and you better come with it. You better come with it, man. And it better not just be just a bunch of nonsense and stuff that I've heard on social media that I see you up here copy and paste. I come through with the numbers, I come through with the facts. Okay. I don't care, man, y'all suck. That's such, that's, that's so broad, right? You know what I'm saying? Like, and, and, and it's empty calories to me. But when I come and say for three straight weeks, y'all gave up big leads and y'all couldn't finish games, that is a fact. When I say that y'all gave up a 25 point lead in the Super Bowl, that is a fact. When I say that y'all defense can't stop traffic with a stop sign, that is a fact. When I tell you that you are the bottom of the NFC South, that is a fact. When I tell y'all y'all play second fiddle and y'all try to copy and paste everything the Saints do or y'all build your team around beating the Saints, that is a fact. When I tell you that you use the Saints front office guy to try to build your team, that is a fact. Saying that y'all suck means nothing to me. Tim, thank you very much for the $5, says TJ. So we just released Sanders, so it's back to square one without a number two, or is it Traequan? I think they might roll with Traequan. Draquan did a pretty good job. Uh all subject question. Uh, what do you think about Seattle not putting Russell Wilson on their season uh ticket letter? Uh they mentioned DK, Lockett, Adams, and Coach Pete. Well then in the GM. Well, I think they playing hardball, right? You come on television and you say, I'm not happy, I'm not satisfied, trade me. These are teams I want to go to, bam, 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 and bam. Okay look check this out nobody's bigger than the shield nobody's bigger than the seattle seahawks we were the seattle seahawks before you we'll be the seattle seahawks after you that is what i feel they they they're playing hardball and if you you want to do it like that we can do it too you know let's take it to the float. we can get down and dirty too now Like, understand these nfl teams don't give a damn about these players they care about production you know you ever heard the UPS slogan what what can Brown do for you what can these players do for you and once they can't do that anymore chunk up the deuce so they don't care Saints really need to go for Russell Wilson I don't really trust Jameis to win playoff games and topple the Bucks empire uh first off the Bucks don't have an uh, empire uh they won a Super Bowl uh number two I don't feel like this is time for desperation, you know. Like some of y'all, some of y'all been at the crap table too long. You know what I'm saying? Like some of y'all acting like y'all been at the crap table too long. Shoot, man. Damn. Damn, all my money gone. Hey, do, do y'all take watches? Um, uh, yeah. Can y'all take these earrings? Uh look, I got it, I got the deed to my house. That's how y'all looking right now, man. Y'all looking like David Ruffin going to the crack house. It throwing the the it tra- throwing the uh, the drug dealer the keys to the Lincoln. That's how y'all looking right now. Brand new Lincoln outside. That's how y'all looking. Y'all looking desperate, man. Y'all looking ashy right now. Put some lotion on. You know what I'm saying? Your knuckles ashy, you know what I'm saying? Your face dry. Put some lotion on. Moisturize yourself. Have some respect. Have some dignity. Man, it's not that bad, bro. It's not, man. Like, seriously, it's not that bad. Man, we're about to wrap it up, man. it has been fun. it has been a fun show. I hope everybody had as much fun as I did. Uh, let me see. I also noticed a lot of those Buck fans that were all up in here after the Super Bowl are gone. I guess they're high wore off. Yeah, well, just cut the season over. You know? You got to do it again, man. got to do it again. I think Jameis can do it. Uh, he won't be in the Aryan system forcing passes, and he got to sit behind number nine. He can add the arm strength. Breeze couldn't similar to Prime Breeze, not saying he will be as good. Yeah, I think he can do enough. Uh, it's once again, man. We we are suffering from the coming to America syndrome, right? You know what I'm saying? Like we're we're judging the sequel on the original, and it's not fair. We are judging. Jameis Winston on Drew Brees' success, which is not fair because you have to understand, you know, Drew Brees is a timeless classic here. Drew Brees is an all-time great quarterback. Anybody else that comes in after him, if you're judging him based on Drew Brees' success, it's not fair. It's not. It is not fair, and you shouldn't do that. You shouldn't do that, folks. Mm -mm. I, I won't allow you to do that. You know, Jameis Winston has a certain skill set, Drew Brees has a certain skill set. You have to understand that there are going to be some growing pains, no matter if it's Jameis. Uh, no matter who it is, you're gonna have some growing pains. Read a few more, and then I'm gonna get up out of here. Uh TJ, why you don't want Russell Wilson? I, I didn't say I didn't want Russell Wilson. You know, I never say a I love Russell Wilson. Russell Wilson is, I say, one of my favorite quarterbacks of the National Football League. If they can get him, great. Like I said, I don't want them to sacrifice everything to get him because he'll be in the same predicament he was in in Seattle. No offensive line, you know, like struggling, you know what I'm saying, because the offensive line getting ran through, you know, like you don't want to leave one situation and go to the same situation that's identical because the team did everything they can, you know, to get you. So if they can get them, you know, well within their means, then fine. In the game of the week or outlast one and two resident evil eight resident evil eight is dropping next month on the 12th. I can double check on the dates and Outlast trials. Uh, so, Okay y'all check it out man resident evil eight uh coming out that's from ramsey ramsey uh off every single week uh he puts the game of the week on there so if you're a gamer check it out not desperate just want the saints to actually compete with the bucks to the level they steamrolled them 38 to 3 so i mean i think they can i don't think they won't i don't look at no other team I i don't look at what the I don't see what the Bucs are doing. You know what I'm saying? I, I always felt like, you know, the Bucks built their team to beat the Saints, and the Saints built their team to beat everybody in the NFC South. You know what I'm saying? And, and that, that's just what it is. You know what I'm saying? They they build around the South. So I think that they'll do that. Uh, Bucks don't deserve the South. We need to take it back. Well, they got to win some games. Getting Russell will set us back just like Drew's contract a few years ago. Why give up our future for seven and nine and nine seven seasons. It's a good point. And if, if you know, that's the case, they can, he can stay there, but thank you all so much for checking out the state of the saints podcast. Uh, This has been fun. Um, appreciate everybody for stopping by, uh, be sure to subscribe and hit the like button. And also, uh, If you haven't, like I said, subscribe to the YouTube channel, youtube.com. Search The State of the Saints Podcast. Also on Facebook, facebook facebook.com. Search The State of the Saints Podcast. Previous episodes available on iTunes, Spotify, iHeartRadio, Anchor FM. And uh, thank you all so much for your time. Hope everybody has a good and productive day. This has been The State of the Saints Podcast sponsored by Manscaped.com. Check out Manscaped.com for all of your your grooming needs okay check them out manscaped.com use the promo code state of saints save 20 percent. till next time all i gotta say is who that